Hello, and welcome to Podcursts. I'm joined by my dad, Bob Bateman, and I'm going to ask him for some honest advice on what my podcast should be about. Hey, Dad. Hi, you mean Robert McClellan Bateman. Robert McClellan (laughs) Bateman is the full name. My middle name happens to be McClellan. Uh, It could be about a a whole bunch of things. Uh, Cryptozoology, I illustrated a book on on Bigfoot uh, one time a few years ago. I think they may exist, uh, but I have actually never seen one, nor have I seen a footprint. But I have seen a ghost. But there's a whole lot of things we could talk about. Um, I don't know where to start. Uh, do you want to think of a question? Yeah, well, do you think that my podcast should be about ghosts? Uh, well, I, I don't know. It, 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 it gets a little bit into my past, but that's okay. Um, I, I, uh, I, I, <laughs> I had, I was, I was driving along in Alaska. I guess uh, I'll just cut to the chase on okay, this one. Okay, good, good. Driving along in Alaska. Yeah. Uh, uh, my wife and Christopher's mother, Birgit, was sitting in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a passenger in the front seat. And there was a fellow wildlife artist uh, doing the driving. It was mm-hmm. the middle of the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I was sort of dozing off because it was a long straight road. And we had an exciting time looking at wildlife. But uh, I was kind of dozing off when suddenly, as close as a, like, uh, I don't know, 12 inches or a foot or so away, appeared a face of the girl who gave me my first kiss or I... Anyway, it was my first romantic Wait, kiss in my life. And she was leaning in for a kiss in no, this she vision? Was, no, she was talking to me. Oh, okay, okay. She was, her face was there talking to me like it was about a foot away. Um, and she was saying something to me and smiling, but her, her, the sound was turned off. I couldn't tell what she was saying. And it was so startling and so real. It wasn't a dream. Uh, with a dream, there's a little scenario, like a little plot going on. This wasn't a dream. It was just uh, Jeannie's face... Uh, in front of my face saying something and I was so startled it was so real I immediately sat up was wide awake turned to Birgit sitting in the back seat and said Jeannie Gordon just appeared to me well it turned out we found out several weeks later that moment Jeannie had died in a hospital in Toronto Sunnybrook Hospital just outside Toronto Two or three thousand miles away from where we were. Jeez. And her face appeared to me speaking. Um, and it was only a few seconds because I woke up and was wide awake and talking to Birgit then. But I found out later that that was the moment that Jeannie had died. And so was that a ghost? I don't know. So she was passing on some sort of message to you as she passed away. Yeah, she might have been saying goodbye. However... She didn't actually die. She almost, she was pronounced dead. It was the middle, middle of the night in Toronto, do the math, and it was middle of the afternoon in Alaska. I won't do the math, but no, go on, I know. go on. <laughs> and uh, uh, I later heard <clears throat> that um, Jeannie had had a 
a very rare blood disease. It wasn't leukemia, but it was like leukemia. And she had to have total transfusions. Um, and here she was in Sunnybrook Hospital and uh, pronounced dead by two doctors. There was two doctors and a nurse and my close buddy, Al, and his wife, Jeannie, his, uh, who incidentally at one moment had given me my first romantic kiss of my life. <laughs> um, at what age was that? 21. I had my, oh, first, okay. my first romantic kiss <laughs> and my first whiskey and my first beer, believe it or not. All at 21? All at the age of 21. Same day? No, all okay, on a different day and different occasions. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm not lying. I was, I was kind of a slow, no, I, I shy you. developer. Um, at any rate, I, I woke up startled with Jeannie speaking to me and had Birgit check her watch and it turned out that that moment she had died. But she was in uh, her uh, hospital bed in Toronto and uh, as I said, I was in Alaska and uh, the nurse, the doctor said she was dead. The nurse looked at my buddy Al, uh, Jeannie's husband, and said, I don't think she's dead. I think um, she's officially dead, but I don't think she's really dead. What I suggest is you get in bed with her and hug her, and I will leave the room. And that's what Al did. And Jeannie had died for a little while, officially, but she came back to life. And she lived for another two or three months, and then she did die finally, and that was years ago. She has not come back to life. So did you talk to her and ask her, what were you trying to say to me? No, no, I didn't. No, I, I never met, I never saw her again. Oh. She, she, I was living in British Columbia, and she was living in Toronto. And uh, so you didn't just like FaceTime her, or no, we didn't. <laughs> I, did, I still don't FaceTime. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I know. Anyway, it's a, it's so, a first, uh, I was joking with that question. Yeah. Okay. So my initial question was, what do you think my podcast should be about? So are you saying that I should be talking to people about ghosts or near death experiences or kind of follow down John's path of the unexplained kind of thing that he's I, I think uh, John's path of the unexplained because this in a sense is the unexplained where did that come from where did Jeannie's face come from how, how come she appeared to me at that moment Okay, well, I have to admit this is uh, surprising, and I'm finding it surprising. I talked to somebody who uh, owns a local farm, and she talked about uh, running ultramarathons as being the topic she was interested in. I talked to somebody who's a university professor that studies groundwater, and he wanted to talk about people restarting their lives in different ways. And now I'm talking to Canada's foremost wildlife painter, one of Canada's top artists, and one of the world's great naturalists, and he's talking about ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and we're back. I am speaking with Robert Bateman, Canadian wildlife painter and naturalist, conservationist, philosopher. So far, the topic that he has suggested for me 
his son, is that my podcast should be about ghosts. So I'm going to push you <laughs> a little farther, Dad. Are there any other topics that you that you know? If I'm going to dedicate my life to this podcast, that would be very important to uh, to dig into, or I. Well, I, I, I want to say a couple more things on the ghost topic, and then we can talk about <laughs> something else. Okay. There, there, is a, uh, there, there is a plausible thought. This, uh, every, uh, when I was, um, I went to school, uh, high school in Ontario, and we had thir- uh, grade 13. I don't know if they still are due or not. Um, and we had a very interesting, eccentric uh, math teacher uh, whose name was Colville. And he um, uh, he had one. Uh, he, he treated the senior class every year to his lectures on the lecture on the fourth dimension. Okay. And uh, obviously there are three dimensions. Everybody knows the, the you know there's a dot, there's a line, and then there's the, the depth given the three dimension. Mm-hmm. He pointed to the corner of a room, which anybody, if you're sitting in a room, you can look at, and you can picture a corner of a room. You can see three planes one wall, the other wall, and the ceiling coming together. Each of them is at right angles to the other. Right. And uh, 90 degrees. And uh, that's easy to picture. Now, there is a fourth dimension, according to Albert Einstein and mathematicians and this whole formula proving this. Um, it's at right angles to the other three, which is impossible to imagine. Yeah, yeah, I can't. You imagine can imagine that. a forty-five, but you can't imagine ninety degrees to all the other three, mm-hmm. because it goes out of your your comprehension. Okay. And another way to look at it is, um, let's say there was a two-dimensional world, like we live in a three-dimensional world, but imagine a two-dimensional world which is absolutely dead flat, but you can go up and down and back and forth, but you can't go in and out. Right. And you draw a picture of a man, a profile of a man's face there. And let's say he has an abscess tooth. Um, You could, by way of a miracle to him, but not to you, because you live in a three dimension, you could see see his whole world all at one glance. Right. Which he can't. Because he's just flat. So you could reach in and cure the abscess in the tooth miraculously. And he, he wouldn't know. And, and take it out into the third dimension, but he can't imagine a third dimension. Okay. So it's gone as far as he's concerned. Interesting. So that, so if there is a fourth dimension, which according to Einstein there is, and there may be more, um, that it could be that that, uh, that transcends time, mm. and you could step out of um, a given place, and with zero time be appear at a reappear at another place so this is how genie is both that's how my yeah, my, my first, foot away from you my yeah my first kiss who was dying in ontario mm-hmm. three thousand miles away mm-hmm. could be in less than a sec could be at that same instant she could appear to me and because talk. she went into the fourth dimension right which traveling is is of zero mm-hmm. traveling distances is of zero uh Importance. Now, I'm still hung up on why she wouldn't have called you if she saw you there. If uh, I, uh, uh, she was she was dying in bed of leukemia or oh, something like oh, leukemia. Right, of she was in she was in the right. hospital. Right. So yeah, she was, she wasn't up and walking around. She was probably afterwards. unconscious. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So the the unconscious mind was uh, assuming there's still a mind mm-hmm. was doing something t- time traveling. Mm-hmm. 
and mm-hmm. visiting me briefly. Okay. Which I consider quite an honor because I yeah, of course. I always had huge respect for her. Yeah. Um, it was quite she, a first kiss. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and she ma- she married my uh, my best buddy at that time, Al yeah. Gordon, and um, yeah. and yeah, I, I always uh, thought she was. A, I thought she was superior to me that I didn't deserve her, but that's a different point. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my, uh, I guess you could say that's my best ghost story. Okay. And so are you still, are you still sticking by, like, because I'm kind of an avowed atheist. I don't know if I'm the best person to do a podcast about the supernatural. But that, uh, I didn't say there is a God. There may be. Right. Oh, this Um, could all work in science with the fourth dimension. Yeah, it could. Yeah. That's right. It could be. It doesn't have to be a grand <laughs> plan or anything. It reminds me of a of a, a, a stupid little uh, tongue twister type of joke. What does a uh, a dyslexic agnostic um, atheist? Oh no, no, I, I covered it with agnostic. Oh, insomniac. Insomniac do. <laughs> he lies awake. At, at night, wondering if there really is a dog. <laughs> <laughs> dog spelled the different way. <laughs> that's God, right. Of it's course. flipped around. And yeah, I guess that's me. Although I, I, have, a, I have an okay time sleeping. Oh. <laughs> you don't lie awake at night wondering if there really is a God? No. A dog, I mean. A dog. <laughs> no, I know there's dogs, that's for sure. Thanks for listening to the first half of my conversation with my father, Robert Bateman. In the next half, we move from the supernatural to the definitively natural as we talk about getting to know your neighbors. Thanks for listening to Podcurst. See you in the next episode.